I've been to one Ren Fair. So Amanda and I went this last year to the Renaissance Festival in Minnesota, and it was incredible. I bought right? a, uh, a Gondor tabard with like the white tree emblazoned on the front there. That yep. was the only purchase I made besides like some beer, assorted beers and whatever's. The um, only thing that I would want to purchase, I just want mutton. Like, more mutton or, is good. Oh, like I did giant, walk like the, the giant, giant turkey, turkey leg. leg. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's purely my desire of going to a Renaissance Fair, which I'm sure would be really fun. Oh, yeah. uh, but like you know, unless there's like straight up live jousting and I can just there, reenact there, a Knight's Tale the whole time, yes. that's all I want. So there, there, there is the uh, the Chaucer esque guy with his microphone. Uh, riding on the horse in the center, and he introduces you. If you're on this side, that's your team. You're, that's your guy. And then if you're on that side, that's don't, your guy. Don't tell me and who I'm going to root for. I mean, you could just walk around if you want to suicide. Darn right, I can. What if, what if that guy's, what if that guy stole, uh, what if, the, what the guy on the other side is the protector yeah, of yeah, Italian gotta, virginity? Because yeah, I want to, I want to group for the guy who's the protector of Italian virginity. What if the guy on my side took his, took a, had a dreadful Turkish uncle? Well, what they're, Ooh. Doing, they're doing is uh, turkey. Uh, <laughs> as you sit there eating a turkey, um, forcing uh, involvement or whatever. But it is absolutely awesome because they do hit each other off the horses and shit Good. it's really cool Good. it's awesome did you guys, you did you guys ever watch the show full metal jousting it was uh, awesome PCW. Yeah. i wanted to do it so badly yeah and they only did one season yeah the entire the entire time i walked in every shop and i wanted to find one of those leather peasant caps because that's <laughs> how i wanted to like just feel about because that, that's right. what it is like, <laughs> yeah that's you're fulfilling your deep desire of being a peasant and watching these rich people smash each other off horses i said to kelly like how fun would it be to like uh go to medieval times and like you have like a bunch of people who work as like extras in tv and like things like that and they all just go hardcore like character acting as peasants and then they have like the tournament happen that would be so great um, but yeah, no, Medieval Times. So we walk in, and this guy who's probably in his late 50s, long curly tresses tied back in a low pony, like neatly trimmed goatee, big sword at his hip, long golden cape, start walk like is walking around with a beer in his hand, uh, just chatting with people as they enter. And I was just like, uh oh, am I gonna ask this man to Love. adopt me? <laughs> uh, he uh, ends up being sort of the Chaucer-esque figure, the sort of MC for the evening, and uh, ushers you into where you sit. And medieval times, there are six sections. Uh, it's like red knight, green knight, red and yellow knight, uh, blue knight, black and white knight, and the uh, gold and black knight. 
Uh, we were sat in the black and white section, uh, which uh, was like it looked like a Newcastle uh, mm. arrangement, Tyler, uh, mm-hmm. with a big red um, Crusader cross on it. Nice. Uh, so we were like, oh, cool. And I was at the 50-yard line, so it was perfect. Uh, the entire Good time. Line. Yeah, the entire time I was like just in a knight's tail in my head. Yeah. Uh, did they play? That's exactly how I felt. Did they play queen? I wanted them to. I like, really just, was hoping they would. Just get ready to start. Okay, we're going to start. And then just hold just. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with it. Uh, they did not. Um, oh, they probably get asked that all the time. <laughs> probably so annoyed with people. <laughs> Shut up, we're doing our own thing. <laughs> You're not doing a knight's tale. <laughs> a knight's uh, tale, you guys. <laughs> we're doing a knight's tale? Why are we all cartoon British now? <laughs> all I didn't vote for you. <laughs> so I, I was either going to do a uh, peasant costume next year, because I'm going again. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Or spend $800 off uh, online and buy like a full suit of armor. And I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I don't know which way I'm going to go. When, when is it? Isn't it in, like, July or something? Hey, it's or in the it's, summer. It's, 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 I say, it's a whole window of time, right? Yeah, it's usually yeah, about they got, they got like, about five, six weeks, weekends. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you got, you got plenty of time. Yeah, there was, like, a buttload of horses. There was jousting with lances that shattered everywhere. The food was amazing. And the best part of the food, no silverware, baby. They just plop right. half a chicken on your plate and say, eat it. You disgusting yes. animals. Yes. And we did. <laughs> For some reason, we just, we elected not to use hands, but we're not sure why. <laughs> it's like, look, look, it's like... It's like a, a a plow for the the garden, but for my place. <laughs> the best part too was like, because it was me and Kelly, and then like a family of four to the left of us, and then the other like twenty. I thought seats they were the. Right. I thought they were the people who you used your Groupon with. Just oh no! A random <laughs> family of four. Hey, do you want to get it in our Groupon? <laughs> do you guys, do you guys want to eat have a chicken? Yeah, that's that's uh, it. Uh, Groupon is just uh, 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 Tinder for. Yeah. People going to vacation. For, for people seeking deals. Air, Airbnb uh, slash Tinder. Uh, the to everyone to the right of us, however, was approximately uh, because there were what six of us, so it would have been twelve tiny children, mm. like tiny, like maybe three years old. Oh wow! Oh, my. Starting them early. Um, so the servers, when they're bringing out your food and stuff, like they, you know, do it in waves. Uh, she comes out and pours out the soup, which they have in like big metal flagons and she starts pouring it in deer. It's like the bowl where it's like metal bowl with like the handle on it. So you like drink your, uh, soup out of it and she's like going down the line and you feel for these servers because man, that's gotta be a rough gig. Uh, going down the line and she's like, dragon blood soup. And I was like, oh no. Gets in front of me and she's like, "And your dragon blood soup, my lord." And I was like, "Thank you." Comes <laughs> back around, "And your dragon garlic toast." Yes, thank, thank, thank you. This Again. looks a lot like Texas toast. <laughs> Again, then, I appreciate this. Uh, then drops a half of a, <laughs> a lot of dragon themed elements to this meal, because uh, the uh, the chicken itself was called Dragonling. And then corn on the cob was dragon scale. And then the one that got me, the one that cracked me up, uh, you get like half of a uh, just spiced potato. It was like baked and it was really good. Uh, but she pops out and she's like, and your French fries. <laughs> Medieval style. Yeah, so she tried. <laughs> uh, our night kind of like got. The, uh, 
working there would lose its magic very quickly. Uh, yeah, I imagine as soon as the uh, the the curtain is parted, <laughs> unless you like land the knight or queen roll. Oh yeah. Do you think they change around? No. I hope so. Maybe some of them. I think they switch like, around yeah. who wins. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, our our knight uh, went out in the I think it was third to last uh, bout. And then they killed everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah, they had this weird moment where like, I was getting up to pee at this point, but one of the knights had like beaten the other ones, and uh, the the sketchy, who, by the way, I would love to play uh, at Medieval Times, the sketchy advisor, there was the cool advisor who was the old guy I mentioned before, and then there was the sketchy advisor. Uh, <clears throat> he was like, but my lady, time on a tradition dictates that when a knight beats another, they must die for their failure to impress upon the, the prowess of their combat. And just like, so we had a collective group decision to make as an audience whether or not we wanted the death sentence, and we apparently did. And I was like, okay, a little bit bloodthirsty kill, kill, for a bunch kill. of kids' Dude, parties. These are a bunch of peasants, and they get to see some rich people die, and that's all they want. That's fair. Uh, it's a class thing. Also, yeah. risky business getting into, you know, into any of that sort of thing, because... You know, you're 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 putting kind of your throne or title on the line. Yep. And how great is it if you're the next one? You're like, if if I'm below you, John, and you're like, you're and you're going for, it's like, yeah, you should do it. Yeah, go ahead, man. They they well, say you should it, wear a helmet. No, 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 don't wear a helmet, man. Don't wear a helmet. Shelly <laughs> jousting is not not life threatening. Uh, a knight's tail broke that rule when they when they uh you know when he put this dissolvable fist yes, to the spear. Graphite. Yeah, that's, the, that's right. Yeah, I don't know, man accidents happen i mean look at full metal jousting like four weeks in a row people kept getting effed up yep turns out and getting was... hit really hard with a horse coming behind it is a lot of pain yeah yeah um yes. so we had actual topics for today yes oh yeah welcome to duck soup the relevant podcast about irrelevant things i am john lord protector oh, oh, i didn't know you had that coming uh, I'm, I'm i'm still just tyler i don't have <laughs> Uh, I don't have some ready. Yeah, I'm, you're just springing on us uh, here. Hold on. I could go through my many titles. <laughs> <laughs> can't decide if you like <laughs> can't decide if you decide like a really old man or a really old woman. It's really difficult. <laughs> I was going old for I was, I was going for mad boy, mad boy king. <laughs> oh, father, oh. uh, kill him, <laughs> father. Uh, I, I'm scared. <laughs> but I don't want to marry her. <laughs> Okay, so here we are. Um, last time we recorded was at our family Christmas weekend, yes. where we did an in-depth breakdown of uh, non-Muppet Jim Henson films, and and it wasn't well received by... Is, is that your cat? <laughs> you be quiet. Oh, well, there it goes. There it is. Swears at his dogs. Yikes. Hey, what are you, you hey, monster? I, I swear at Get everybody. Get off the fucking table! <laughs> <laughs> okay, meanwhile, hang on. Hang on. You guys are yelling at yours. <laughs> I'm being good. <laughs> He's been shot. <laughs> Honestly, laying there. Back up, pause in. Dumb as a box of rocks. Aren't you? You're just a little puppy. I sure am. Uh, 
Uh, right. So today we're what was our what was our things for today? Because I it at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was just like I woke up and saw that it wasn't going to be shaving and fish anymore. <laughs> well, that's good because I found I had research done on a barber fish. Uh, I mean, I'm good if you want to do fish and hair. Whatever. I deleted, was. I deleted that research. Okay. I found a much better story. Yeah, so I, I have pitched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and their uh, inherent ripoffs, circa uh, Street Sharks, mm. or uh, or uh, perhaps the uh, interesting military history, or we could just go for like a Marvel Universe. Uh, those are the, the three that I sort of threw out. I think a Marvel Universe would uh, is going to deserve its own uh, episode. That's a twenty year uh sure a thing if we give if we give star wars its own episode then we're gonna need to give marvel i'm wearing captain america socks right now that's fine i'm wearing i'm wearing nothing i got a punch of your buttons t-shirt on i have a plain blue t-shirt over a plain maroon t-shirt so i I mean i was just talking about socks but Mm. well we just talk about clothes what brand underwear you guys wear me undies nice you don't know Tell her if you're famous and they ask, what, who are you wearing? Yeah, what do you say? I don't know, it starts with an F. Yeah, like, it's not like Fitkers. A lot of people care about that. Anyway, so. We're not I sponsored. <laughs> from the historic-uk.com, the pig war. Okay. This, this I, I, believe I've, I believe I've heard of the pig war, but, uh, but so continue. The pig war is perhaps one of the most obscure and unusual wars in history, which is a bold claim. The story begins back in 1846 when the Oregon Treaty was signed between the U.S. and Britain. Essentially, they decided to split the United States and Canada, which is at the time uh, uh, British North America, um, right at the 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 I don't know the line that it is currently marked at. Um, <clears throat> however. Moreover, there was this, a series of islands that fall right in the middle of the line. So trying to divide the island was a uh, not a very easy thing to do. One of the largest and most important islands in this area, San Juan Island, was notable, or excuse me, was of notable significance due to its strategic position at the mouth of the channel. Which obviously, you know, since both of them claim sovereignty of the island and its citizens. They wanted to protect that, and if you have the entryway to a body of water where a bunch of boom-boom ships could slip on through, you're going to want to have that for your country. By 1859, get, get off of me, get off of me, the British had a significant presence on the island, bolstered by the recent arrival of the Hudson Bay's, or excuse me, Hudson's Bay Company, who had set up a salmon-curing station and mm. sheep ranch on the island. ABC. So, brought fish. Connecting. Meanwhile, a contingent of uh, between 20 to 30 U.S. settlers had recently arrived at the island and made it their home. Judging by the reports at the time, both sets of islanders actually got along rather well. However, as you can imagine, this was not to last. As of on the fated date of June 15th, 1859, a pig belonging to the British accidentally wandered onto the land of Lyman Cutler, an American farmer. When Cutler noticed the pig eating some of his potatoes, he was enraged flying into a fit he shot and killed the pig the pig was actually owned by british employee of the hudson's bay company called charles griffin griffin owned quite a few pigs and was well known for letting them roam freely across the island this was probably not the first time that one of them had trotted into cutler's land when griffin found out about the death of this pig he went to confront cutler according to some rather sketchy reports the conversation went something as follows cutler shot my pig but it was eating my potatoes. Rubbish. It's up to you to keep your potatoes out of my pig. 
<laughs> two sentences. I'm using that argument forever <laughs> from now on. You ate my cake. It's your responsibility to keep your cake out of me. <laughs> you crashed right into me. It is your responsibility to keep my car out of your car. I'm I say just stick with the potatoes. <laughs> Drop the potatoes as a. Just no matter what, no matter what the situation is, just. Stick with the potato line. John is just in, in the grocery store chomping down on some raw potatoes. and like, hey, you're eating the potatoes. Rubbish. It's up to you to keep the potatoes out of me. And then I go, yeah, and run away and knock over an end cap. Potatoes just trailing behind you. Cutler did, however, offer to pay Griffin a sum of $10, which I uh, was going to look up the exchange rate for that, but seeing it's out yeah, 200 later. It's probably Cheap. a lot more than that now. Cheap. <laughs> Ten dollars for ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> probably not too good. Pig rent bucks, eighty bucks. I don't know. Uh, but it was refused. Instead, Griffin reported Cutler to the local British authorities, who threatened Ooh. to arrest him. Much to the anger of the American citizens, who subsequently drew up a petition requesting U.S. military protection. General Win S. Harney, commander of the Department of Oregon. Harney's anti-British views were much well known at the time. And without much of a second thought, he sent a 66-man company of the U.S. 9th Infantry to San Juan on July 27, 18th. And there's a picture here of General M.S. Harney, and he is, you know, he looks a lot like a lot of the generals did back then. You know, beard, mustache, receding hairline, white hair, military uniform. Actually, oddly enough, if you think, look back at all the pictures of all the U.S. military generals back in the day, all of them are wearing uniforms, which is pretty crazy. A little fun fact for you. Did you know bees have five eyelids? Upon hearing this news, James Douglas, the governor of British Columbia, decided to send three British warships to the area as a show of force. During the following month, there was a standoff, with both sides slowly increasing the military presence in the area, and with the U.S. 9th Infantry refusing to budge, even though they were massively outnumbered. This was not until the arrival of Admiral Robert L. Baines, commander-in-chief to the British Navy in the Pacific, that things were to change. When he finally arrived, James Douglas ordered Baines to land his troops in San Juan and to engage the U.S. 9th Infantry. Baines refused, famously stating that he would not, quote, involve two great nations in a war over a squabble about a pig. By this time, word had finally reached both Washington and London about the escalating crisis. Officials on both sides of the Atlantic were shocked that the dispute over a, of a pig had grown into a standoff involving as many as three warships, 84 guns, and 2,600 men. Concerned that this was escalate was to escalate even further, both sides quickly began to negotiations, eventually deciding that <clears throat> the U.S. and Britain should maintain a presence of no more than 100 men on each side until the formal agreement could be met. The British subsequently set up camp on the north side of the island and Americans in the south. It was not until 1872, which is like 13 years later, an international commission led by Kaiser Wilhelm I of Germany decided that the island should fall entirely under American control, as such the dispute was finally laid to rest. Today, both the British and American camps can still be visited on the San Juan Island of National Park, Historical Park. Excuse me. Interestingly, this is the only place, a U.S. national park, where a foreign flag is regularly ho hoisted over U.S. soil, and both the flag and the flagpole were provided by the British government as a sign of friendship. So... We nearly went to war again with Britain because a farmer shot up. Hey, a lot of people don't like uh, Donald Trump, but has he gotten in a war over a pig yet? Over a pig? Know. No. Thank you. I'm just I'm just saying yet, to be fair, also, because because uh, he could. Play, I'm not saying it's out play, of the realm play, of possibility. Play, play, it's not going to be a live pig. It's going to be a 
My Baconator was subpar. I declare <laughs> war on Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. You know, I always uh, thought it'd be interesting is, uh, uh, like, if, if, if you look at retailers and if they just had their employees turn into an, an army, A, uniforms, and B, who would come out on top. Yeah. A, little, a little thought experiment I like to run once in a while. Guild War. Yes. Uh, ah, the McDonald's clan. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Send in the McWhopper. Wait, that's after they took over. Okay, yeah. The Burger King fell quickly. It seemed like it was a big player, but quickly went out under scrutiny. They they teamed up. He said, us burgers have to... Then yeah. they married uh, Ronald's and uh, the Burger King and, to, uh, for a formal military alliance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Just... <laughs> they go... Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba! I do. Which, which is worse, going down, like, the aisle and they get to the front, like, they're in, like, the bride's, like, veiled up uh, deal and, like, they flip up the, the veil and it's, like, which is worse, Ronald McDonald or the Burger King face? I'm going to say the Burger King face because Ronald McDonald is, like, a person with makeup on. <laughs> the other one is uh, just a plastic head. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, well, the, the, some of the fun, some of the one... Excuse me. Some of the fun war facts that I've sort of uh, bumped into tend to be a bit more on the uh, ancient uh, side because I listen to uh, a lot of hardcore history, uh, the podcast, which is a very good, albeit very long, uh, show. However, uh, there was one one that came up during the World War II episode that sort of uh, caught my attention. And because of the whole uh, non-pressurized nature of the uh, planes in World War II, uh, whilst in flight... It was possible for an airman to die from farting uh, because uh, the gas expands up to 300% in your intestines. So you could just be up in a plane fighting Jerry and putting up the good old fight, and then you would just fart yourself death. Which, like, also, like, shitty move for, like, everyone else in the plane, too. Like, oh, wait, a nice one. Nice one, Tim. Hey, wait, and that was World War One or two? Two, I believe. Oh, no, it was two because they didn't have the planes in World Huh. Yeah, they just had the little pop, 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 pops in World War One. Well, <laughs> damn, that's uh, that. That would just suck. Yeah, that would be. <clears throat> I don't know if I would. I don't know if that's one that I would tell the family. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He died. Died. Uh, I mean, training fighting exercise. for his country. An unfortunate training exercise. He was killed in chemical warfare. But it was a pilot. He killed yes. with. It was gas. Gas. It was gas. <laughs> The Nazis seem to have pressurized the, the atmosphere. How it is science. Let's see. So I was trying to find... Uh, now, I'm not sure how accurate this is going to be as far as our us family lineage-wise, uh, but there was a... Our great-grandfather uh, died. No, no, oh. I don't think so. Um, his grandfather <clears> died from a fart. All of our grandfathers have died from farts. This is a, a, a book review, uh, a German... In the Yankee Fatherland, Ooh. the Civil War letters of Henry A. Kircher. Uh, Heinrich. <laughs> no, it says Henry. <laughs> it, would just, it would just be Heinrich if it was German. Um, let's see. Your true Marcus, the Civil War letters of a Jewish colonel, edited by Frank L. Brine. Blah, blah, blah. Henry Kircher, the son of German natives, woo, was 19 years old when the Civil War began. Like thousands of other volunteer officers, he contributed a credible career to the uniform or union effort. Kircher served briefly in the 9th Illinois and then went to the 12th Missouri. 
In March 1862, he was commissioned a second lieutenant, and later he was promoted to first lieutenant and captain. After the young soldier's first combat at Pea Ridge, he served in two major campaigns, Vicksburg and Chattanooga. (laughs) (laughs) P-E-A. Why do they call it Pea Ridge? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. So uh, they were provided with a well-edited volume of Kircher's letters, a clearly written commentary that connects the letters to excerpts from his four diaries. Uh, They struck a balance that eludes some editors he illuminated without being uh, obtrusive. His annotations draw both primary and secondary sources. They develop at least one recurring, recurring theme in his notes, the contrast of the cold prose of the reports in the official records with the stark battle descriptions of Kircher's letters. Uh, Kircher's writings were candid, filled with a young man's blunt opinions and events sweeping around him. He was direct in his criticisms and honest about his war weariness. Kircher sometimes off, uh, offered the canny insights of a frontline infantryman. By the time of Vicksburg operations, he had learned perhaps better than some of his comrades the dangers of making frontal assaults in a rifle and trench war. Kircher showed an appreciation of uh, Grant's daring strategy for Vicksburg campaign, and in April 1863, uh, a letter he wrote, the young lieutenant outlined the total war policy and the Union High Command was adopted the following year. Um, let's see. So that I just thought that was interesting that, you know, we may have had, you know, some lineage going back. Actually, before mm-hmm. that, found somebody named Alexander Kircher, but they, I think, are an artist from Germany because they died in uh, September 16th, 1939. Uh, but, uh, I mean, he's got a great mustache going on there. Oh, yeah, like that looks like Sam Elliott. Yeah, does. like that is that is pretty good. Why his, uh, why he, he's got a white shirt and white hair. His mustache is glowing. Yeah, it actually seems whiter. It's whiter than everything else. <laughs> he does. He does have some art in Sotheby's uh, in New York. Some yeah in the gallery in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, then he's got some in London and stuff. But so then I went and found some some more stuff. So uh, just I don't know. I thought that was cool. We might have some. I'd have to go look at our family book of like records or whatever. Because who who is it? We've got our celebrity relations for seventh mm-hmm. cousins with second President Bush. Yeah. And then who is the poet? That's like uh, way down em- the line. Emily Dickinson. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> for, oh, really? for some. Family yeah. lineage connections. That one's pretty. That one's way down, though. Yeah. Do you guys? Did I send you guys the info about our Irish Scottish? Uh, I think you did way back. Okay. So I, I did, I've done some more delving and uh, found a somewhat notable uh, figure there in the late 1800s. We had, <clears throat> like, I mean, well, there was always a an outpour of Irish immigrants into the UK. Uh, Wait, into we're, like we're Skyrish. Yes. <laughs> um, but into like, you know, port cities like Glasgow and Liverpool and like things like that along the uh, West Coast. But uh, there is obviously some contention, Tyler, as you well know, uh, within Glasgow itself between the uh, Protestant and Catholic factions, even leading into the uh, football teams. Uh, you have the Celtic and Rangers, who are both very, very profoundly uh, either Catholic or Protestant in their uh origins and uh, a lot of gang activity sprung up around that um the protestants had a group called the billy boys uh and then there was a catholic group called the norman conks uh which are norman conquerors uh shortened and 
Uh, I had, yeah, <laughs> that's 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 how you know you've been gone. It just it just sounds like the most the, or the least intimidating thing with the Norman Conks. Yep, well, it's the Conks and the Billy Boys, so they're they're not exactly going for uh, the fear factor. Yeah. Uh, and they're called that because they were set up on Norman. Uh, so Norman Conquerors. Uh. And this was all like razor gangs and penny mobs, things like that. So they were not like, you know, big, big mafia organizations that were going on at the time. Uh, however, I did find uh, that from the rough area that our like Irish family existed, which has ties to the IRA, by the way, um, <clears throat> the uh, one of the lists of uh, the dead uh, who was killed in a knife fight was a gentleman named John Fay. Hey! hey. <laughs> F-A-Y-E? Yep. hey You did it. So... Your past life. It was, <laughs> it was like, I'll get a knife fight! <laughs> Not a whole lot of variation in your your, your name. You just re- no, repeat. No, just if, if grandma's name had been grandpa's name and vice versa, then that that's the yeah. situation. You would have waited. Wait till next... Wait, wait another couple generations. Yeah. Somebody will do it. We'll flip it around somewhere. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Hey, Jonathan, why are you changing your name? Because I want to be named after a guy who died in a knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, seems to me, war. What, what is, is it good, good for? for? What is it good uh, for? Yeah, I was, I was wondering when one of us were going <laughs> to. Absolutely nothing. Make some good movies. True. Oh, Very true. Movies so good. It's worth it. Millions died for entertainment generations later. Yeah, I mean, look at possibly uh, possibly one of the greatest war films of all time, Inglorious Bastards. That one, too. Mm, I, I do enjoy <laughs> taken, that film. Taken directly out of history books and everything. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> 100% canonical. Well, see, that was the thing. is like I, <clears throat> You always hear about like you know the misinformation you get taught in like you know Uh-oh. public schools. Um, There's a mute button on there. We're doing something. Okay, I'll... I'll sorry, sorry, Mom, you're calling me during the podcast. Mom. Wait, wait, guest star. Okay. There you go. Ask mom. Get her on the line and ask what she thinks about war. Hey, mom, real quick question before we get started here. Yeah. What is your opinion on war? What's your opinion on war? Yeah. I would prefer to avoid it at all costs. Why? Whoa, you just got podcasted. Because you are now a guest star on the Mm. Duck Soup podcast. (laughs) Congratulations. Yeah. Good good job, Bobby. Uh, yeah, right yeah, we're 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 recording right this moment, and I was like, "Oh, way to go, mom! Call in the middle of a podcast." And Jared's <laughs> like, "Guest guest star." I was like, "Okay." Thank God she nice. said something. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> um, so how, how much like, longer are you gonna be recording? <laughs> Two hours, so, three hours. Yeah, hours, hundred hours. Uh, no. <laughs> That'd been fun if mom like would have like gone real dark there for a second, yeah, she, like, like I crave the blood of the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it was. Uh, she gave the she gave the right answer. I'm just thinking like she likes to avoid it at all costs, right? But yes. how often? How often in mom's day to day does the opportunity for war come up that she's like, you know, That's I true. just prefer to avoid it if I can, but yeah. I will I will stick my hands in there if I need to. I'll dabble. I'll dabble in a little war. A little war. A little war never hurt nobody. Yeah. Just a little war. Just little war on a day-to-day basis not a you know don't drag it out you know you have to, you have to understand it's for the greater yes <laughs> the death the, the deaths the deaths of thousands can save the deaths of lives of millions yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Did you uh, see the the whole march yesterday in a uh, in a uh, where was it Carolina? I heard a lot about it. I I didn't I didn't read. I know you tweeted a lot about it. I didn't. I uh, did. I didn't really look into it too much. It was just uh, you know just stupid i didn't think it was as big of a deal as it was until i heard that the national guard was getting called in i'm like oh yep that seemed excessive the it was just an interesting day to decide to come out to argue for their gun rights did they have guns oh yeah they were marching with fully loaded fully automatic like your the the assault rifles the repeating rifles things like that like they were they were a what what was the, the bill that they were protesting they were out to uh, protest that the like the laws that are kind of being put in place on this for the sake of uh, like vetting people who get guns more heavily. Mm-hmm. They were out to basically say we don't want any more guns that affect our gun ownership, and it's like maybe we should have a little bit more of a strict gun buying situation, so you can't like you know wander into your local. Uh, whatever store, and be like, I'd like a gun that shoots like a bunch of bullets very quickly. And they go, okay, we're gonna. So they're they're just trying to increase background checks. Is it? Is it? That's literally all it is. And then like maybe some slightly higher restrictions for like what types of guns you can buy, or if you have these upper echelon of like actual, you know, assault rifle, like literal assault rifles, not like it's a rifle, it's an assault knife, not the you know, whatever that argument is, like, I get it, but I don't condone it necessarily. <clears throat> All guns are dangerous because they are guns. Yeah. Um, however, if you have something that is not classified as, like, your sports rifle or hunting rifle, that the vetting process is a little bit more intensified and a little bit less likely to be, you know, given to someone who is uh, not in a place in their lives where they should be having an AK-47, etc., etc., and I agree with that standard. I think that it should be much more difficult for someone to get a crazy-ass gun. Uh, at the same time, I don't think that guns need to be outlawed completely because hunting is a big deal, and I do think that having a... Not infringing upon the rights, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yes. The right to bear arms and whatnot. I, I yeah. yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with the amendment. I don't see the the harm because if if depending upon the metrics of which they judge, you can have a gun. You can't have a gun because mm-hmm. one of the one of the uh, questions on the or that submits the background check to the um, uh, government is, are you a like a wanted felon? And yeah. that kind of question makes sense. Like, yeah. hey, you know what? Are you someone that are able to handle a gun? You know, like, yep. you know, I don't know. I don't I know like, what metrics you know, they go by, but imposing that waiting period because it's like if someone's like i need a gun right now i was like i don't want to give a there's gun not a whole needs lot of a gun right you now there's <laughs> not a whole lot of reasons to get a gun right yeah. now. there's maybe maybe three reasons i can think yeah. of None only of one of them is innocent i just i i was going to a gun party and i forgot my gun i just need a gun right now as soon as possible please i showed up there i opened my gun case and there it was gone i looked like an absolute idiot so i'm just out here to grab a gun real quick uh no i see you know what whatever even to just not not have one i just the the to have a gun is like cool just walk i I, sometimes i walk around with i bought a holster i put a holster on my my uh my my leg or whatever and i'll walk around my house in a big cowboy (laughs) hat i'm like good afternoon pilgrim (laughs) 
you know, you just feel, you point this metal stick at someone over there, they die. It's see, I think, see, I think everyone's so gung-ho to have these fancy weapons. We should just go back to medieval era, like at medieval Swords times. so much better. Big axes, big sword, big mace. I'm hearing a lot of Miss Pig over there. No, no, you're not. Is that a, is it, a 60s, is 70s actor boy? No. Oh. 30 point fuck. Oh, yeah. If there's a reason that you need a gun immediately, the it's probably the because you saw there's a 30 point fuck. If you're on the iconic song, I hate it so much. I love this man. I'm all about it. You are uh I'm a deer hunter. How do you do? <laughs> if you're on the lookout for a 30-point buck, I believe that a gun will already be in your possession and vicinity because well, no, if you're looking for a 30-point buck right now it's illegal in a store, you cannot shoot it there. Because if, yeah. if, if you see that 30-point buck, you run to the store, you purchase the gun, you run back, you have your ammunition, you go back to the woods, I guarantee that deer is not going to still be what there. If, no, no, what if, if there he was? You could go up to it and strangle it. But what if you? But what if you had a little a little sign out that said, "Sit here for like Corn is st- coming. St- stay for for six course meal," oh. and then you have like a little plate of salad, and they're like, "Oh, okay, great, this sounds pretty awesome." And then you just oh. like you gotta get to getting. You just Seat leave yourself. One of those... Someone will be with you shortly. Right, right. <laughs> Boy, little table set. You start doing what nice like what all the uh, the mail that I keep getting because I'm 30 and older. Uh, you can leave a bunch of pamphlets out in the woods that say A-R-A-R-P. free, free like three course meal for uh, 30 point bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you have to do is show up and listen to a presentation about retirement. Yeah, how many of those do you go to? Because I look at that as a free meal every time. I get a lot of them, and I've never gone to one because what? it's just put on. Get like gray out your beard and hair. Put the the crow's feet in. I mean, he's already getting the letters. So, I mean, yeah, I got right. the crow's feet. Yeah. It's you're, get, you're, nice... you're getting it. They're, they're addressed to me. To it. Yeah, be it's more usually a nice steak it. dinner. Because if you go there and you're 30, they're like, "What the hell?" But if you go there and you're old, they're like, "Welcome, brother. Let's talk mm. about let's talk about the Great Depression." Let's talk about Arizona. Hydra. Well, I don't know if that was a universal thing. <laughs> John, how do you, John, how do you feel about the elderly. The elderly? Oh, you know. They're, cool. they're all Hydra agents? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think they're nice. I think they, you know, they had a very patriotic uh, generation. They are all sleeper agents for uh, Hydra. Um, the Russian. And um, love bingo. Those guys love bingo. <laughs> to be fair, I like bingo too. Yeah. I mean, bingo's lit. Well, Tyler, you're That's rapidly right. approaching old age like I am. Have you not been... Have you not been approached? Has not been contacted you? Yeah, say so have you not gotten spoken well, to? Well, I think they're I think they're gonna wait probably until next month when I turn twenty nine. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So they wanna hit yeah. you when you're like, you know, still somewhat young and then well, they, well, get you young. Into, they get you into sleeper mode, so then you know I'm starting to I'm starting years. to get more whites and grays in here than I've mm-hmm. previously noticed. Yeah. And I'm not gonna touch it. It's gonna stay. I'm gonna try and get the the silver the rogue. Fox. I'm gonna try and get the rogue strip going. That's what I want. I really want to get. If I get it on both sides, great. But I kind of want just one side, and I might die some of it just to get. <laughs> just just to go to touch of gray, but <laughs> just for just for one spot. Sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what better? You know, the ladies like that little bit of like that little bit of maturity, and they like this guy. <laughs> Clearly has it. Tyler Kircher, gentleman hunter. If there's right. one thing I know. 
29 years like he's 60. That guy's got some life experience. <laughs> I've seen some this things. This guy's got high life experience, mm-hmm. low life expectancy. <laughs> that's that's all you want, man. I decided my midlife crisis is at 22, so I've only got so much time left. Mm-hmm. What you're going to want to do is carry around a big bag of laundry in it, but on the outside of the bag is a big dollar symbol. Well, yeah, or, that actually would solve a lot of problems. Or <laughs> buy an antique hunter's pistol, the big blunderbuss, and just walk mm-hmm. around with that wearing khakis all the time and be like, I'm hunting the most dangerous game of all. Women. <laughs> Is that what you're going for? I got one. <laughs> the police are coming. You better get out of here. I'm yeah. about to be in a very slow shootout. Everyone you, go to, you, you go to the bar. That's your pickup line. I'm hunting the most dangerous game. The ladies. And then you, like, blow on the gun. <laughs> they will run out of the building or you will be smashed with a lot of cherries but Ooh, it'd be, there be you a go. good take vibe. more just take more advice from you two spring load it spring load it with various food stuffs and we're like how do you feel about cheese and then i don't know if cheese can give you that effect it'll well, it, it will get all over the floor what you well, need i to feel do like is it, get... i feel like you do it and it would be kind of like a sad like <laughs> just like my picture is the sound of like if you had a a a handful of like mayonnaise and you just let it slip off your hand to the floor that's what i'm thinking of with cheese just no see you fill a t-shirt gun with cheese curds there we go. Ammo. you've got what about, what about just cheese balls the Cheeto ball. That would be, be the last violin coming down, I think. I was going to say that it'll have a little bit less, less of a uh, percussive impact than a cheese curd. You shoot, yeah. you shoot someone yeah. with a gun full of cheese curds, they will die. Yeah, that, that will break bone. Let's probably. get cheesy. I want to yeah. get, if we, if we were a YouTube channel, I would get that t-shirt gun. I would get bags of cheese curds. I would test out something. Kay. I don't know what. We run with this idea, and then we put like a, like... 3D printed uh, Chester the Cheetah head with like a cheetah print like cloak going across the back of this getup. Uh, <clears throat> and then you can always drop the line, dangerously cheesy, and then you fire your gun full of cheese balls. There you go. I've written down cheese gun. Cheese gun. Question mark. I will remember. <laughs> cheese gun. Are we going to transition from from a podcast to a YouTube channel? Is that what's going to no, happen? No, because I don't have to start getting dressed for the day doing my hair. No, you don't. I, just, just do a body cam. How do we do, do a YouTube channel where we have three YouTube. different parts? <laughs> really difficultly. It's like three hours away. We can all meet in the middle. Yeah. We'll just have to send each other cardboard cutouts of one another to be like, don't, like, don't yeah, be I'm here with background. John and Jerry. We'll do like a hard cut to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> We'll spend the entire week doing a storyboard. And Just overact the, the <laughs> slash cut. Ha <laughs> Good one, Tyler. <laughs> and then I make sure I say nothing that would garner that response. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mooney got hit go by to... a car this morning. <laughs> Good one, Tyler. <laughs> With that, we go to Jared. Ha <laughs> Good one, Tyler. <laughs> no, yeah, this is the only format. Yeah, I don't, don't know that we're all going to be living in the same city at some point. You never know. True. Or do you? What? Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park. Yeah. Did I guys... Did you guys not know about our crazy uncle we're inheriting a dinosaur park from? Hell I'm going to yeah. tell him to stop that because he's wasting a ton of my future money. <laughs> I am going to run a park with live dinosaurs in oh, it. Oh, it is condemned. Uh, his his well, catchphrase yeah. is spare no expense, 
Yeah. I would like him to spare every expense. <laughs> in fact, in fact, only spare expense. <laughs> Dinosaurs, great. Put them on an island. No fences. No cages. Sell you them for go or you don't. Sell them for exotic meat. <laughs> Let's just liquidate this bad boy into one very expensive dinner for millionaires. That's right. I mean, that'd be quite a profitable experience in case you know he did burn all the money on the theme park, just and then you just have. Once that's all gone, you actually just have a regular theme park. You just act like it's this very exclusive event. It's one-time opportunity, $10,000 a plate. And you got, like, one brontosaurus will feed, like, $10,000 a plate for brontosaurus meat? You are the yeah. only one on Earth that has access to this stuff. Oh, yeah, that's but you're going to run two, That's $2 million a plate. Yeah, but you, you, you wash away a big demographic here because then you can have millionaires and billionaires and trillionaires. If you go, like, a million a plate... That's that's a big chunk of a millionaire's you know money. Yes, you got a lot of meat to burn through. Yeah, you got to. I was gonna say not to mention like one brontosaurus is a lot of meat. Guys, Although what we if could, we just told him it was dinosaur meat that. and he went and got short like small like six ounce steaks and just be like, yep, tastes a lot like beef. And then you get to have the dinosaurs for your pets still too. Like how about that? Boom. I would keep one dinosaur for. I'd keep two dinosaurs for pets so they could play with each other. Yeah, which, which two which dinosaurs? Di- which- dinosaurs uh t-rex and triceratops why do you ask (laughs) (laughs) best playmates best playmates look at them they're always wrestling (laughs) oh look at them go triceratops uh one of them has been a little bit uh quiet lately i haven't seen him he's been sleeping in that sunbeam with his rib cage torn open for weeks (laughs) playing there like mooney Although, in honesty, probably just two ankylosauruses. I don't know. I kind of want one of the head-butting ones. Like the Ram Boys? Yeah. I don't know. They, I feel like they're the, like that one bird from Australia that will just like kill you for no reason. I, uh, I kind of looked at it as like... The, I feel I looked at it as like the cat of dinosaurs. I guess like, I can see just, that. Like just a, just a dick. It's just, as, <laughs> it's just as likely to like just avoid you as it is to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, that'd be kind of... An, if, if I could train it, that'd be kind of a nice thing to have. You get um, that though. You gotta have two then, so they can. No, no, no. I just loan it out to like the SWAT squad, and they could break down doors for them. Oh, okay. So that's that's some passive income for you. A little bit, and then I don't know what the other one would be. Triceratopses are kind of cool, I guess. I don't there want anything that would necessarily not, look to eat me. There yeah. is not a situation that I can picture that I would want to have a dinosaur with me on. I'm on this big island. No matter uh, any kind of dinosaur, no matter carnivorous, omnivorous, herbivorous, whatever, because you're just in your little cabin on your island or your mansion on your island, mm-hmm. and there's it's storming out, right? Mm-hmm. And there's just this flash of lightning, and then in the window, you see the shape of this dinosaur. There is just a giant lizard there. Wasn't that a book? Or was it a book? Uh, I don't think it was... Yeah, it was a book. I, there was a book. Yeah. I don't think that was the exact situation. There was no, but there was. Little, the, little, I just remember the eye head, in the window. The yes. eye of yeah. the T Rex. Well, what if you got like an Archaeopteryx or something? I'm trying to picture that too, but like, you know, think about any animal in the wild right now, because it's not a domesticated dinosaur. It's just a regular dinosaur. Well, I just have to train mine and those bring it out to the, the squat Those squad. are the size of a big dog. I'm not gonna free range my Ankylosaurus. Those are big boys. They need some teaching. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I I'd know. put a saddle on my Triceratops, take it around town. Just, you know what, leave me in your well, and we'll see who comes out on top. Tyler, also, that would very much lend to the Gentleman Hunter aesthetic. <laughs> oh, I would, also, I would also like to maybe make it the same type of Triceratops from uh, We're Back. You know, mm. very playful, 
likes yeah. hot dogs, just like me. Like yeah. we're buddies. I mean, I think <laughs> you guys just get some hot dogs. Tyler's Gentleman Hunter is just the sequel to the most dangerous game. But mm-hmm. like, but his the the guy's brother who's far less uh, uh, violent. Monocle or no monocle? Idea. That's monocle for sure. Uh, two monocles. Oh, you, what if yeah, I did two not monocles? One, not one on either eye, just on the same. Both, both on one eye. Surprise! One pops out, but there's still it's a your, monocle there. It's your, your, uh, your uh, the, the bifocal. It's your, it's your, your. Oh yeah, there you go. Focal. I don't know the last one. Or a pair of like half moon spectacles that rest on your nose. There you go. Not Dumbledore. Opera yeah, glasses. The cool opera look. glasses. There we go. Those opera are your glasses binoculars. Att- opera glasses attached to your gun. It's your scope. Urban hunting binoculars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I say. <laughs> I don't know the full khaki suit. Well, I mean, the you high, got like the knee high boots. I've been on good authority that yellow. So there you go. You could be the man in the yellow hat, but triceratops. Furious George, the triceratops. Furious George, no it's his, name him. It's his book. I'm just playing along. He, he thinks he's a small monkey, <laughs> and he gets into much bigger mischief. Yes, he does. No hot air, I'm, not necessarily any hot air balloons, car. but. Whereas Curious George goes into a museum and climbs up on something, he just breaks things. You know, just... the, di- the dinosaur goes in a museum and has like horrible flashbacks. All that's in there is the bones of his best friend. <laughs> just gonna say, just gonna say, um, I don't want to take him to a museum because that no, no, I don't Thomas, <laughs> Thomas, <laughs> yeah. we were going to go to Rome together. <laughs> I have no idea what the name of Triceratops though. Thomas. Is it going to have to be a T? Because I feel like Ted is about what I got. Ted Come on Thomas. over, Teddy. Come on, Ted. Bartholomew. Uh, it's got to uh, stick with my sophisticated name. Oh, like my, uh, my gentleman hunter Reg- thing. So. Yeah. yeah, like, like I, not to make it sad, but like but like Al- Artex. Mm. Like, you know, just like a... Alphonse. <laughs> yeah, you know. I was going to name my... Uh, my this is my Triceratops is, uh, Razor. I was going to name them uh, Law and Order, but they're going to be, like, completely chaotic and just, like, literally... They will have to stay on the island at all times because they can just not get it together. They get their private jet to just fly around wherever. Yeah. As soon as they go off, they're never going back, but... Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of wander around and break shit. They're kind of like the bebop and rock steady of the picture. There you go. There you go. They right. commit petty uh, crimes, and they're very bad at it because they are giant lizards. <laughs> That's our, our segue into tomorrow's episode. <laughs> or next week. Yeah. Come back All right. more. I think we just wow. kind of derail at the end there. We did it! Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Calling it. Game. War. War stuff. Dinosaurs. War. What is it good for? Dinosaurs. Gentleman Hunter. To... The name of the episode will be Dinosaur. Gentleman <laughs> Hunter. Ooh. <laughs> It's not a good TV show. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's good, I'm gonna call. Uh, I'm gonna call uh, Hollywood. I'm gonna just give them a call up quick here. I got a piss for you. Me again. They hung up. Yeah. <laughs> Had my number blocked. <laughs> no answer. They must be off today. I mean, it is Tuesday, so yeah, or whatever day it is. It's Tuesday. You made it. Yeah. It's yeah. my first day off in like a week. Sorry. <laughs>